What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boy Zadel and the Baker with another Scarf Live post-match quickie podcast. Two quickies in one week. Baker, how you doing? I'm good. Just press the button. Hold for intro music. Okay. RSL Nation, we just got back from the Rio Tinto Stadium, where... Real Salt Lake lost 2-0-2. The Los Angeles <laughs> Swimming Club, I thought. Was it the Diving Club? Were you... Hold on. Speak into the microphone, Okay, I'm, speak, Baker, I'm speaking please. into the Thank microphone. You. Uh, were you just like kind of introducing as the song was playing in the background? Yes. And then you paused it as you said lost? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I, I was pretty sure that's what was going on, but I wanted to make sure. It's going to look real good on the inside, I promise you. I kind of want to take this thing away from you so much. Uh, I was hoping that would like wear off the the whole new shiny toy thing. For what it's worth, people have been complimenting the actual audio quality, which is good to hear. And there's the applause. Okay, and the applause is gone. And there's the weird sound. And the weirdest sound. Yeah, it's. I, th- I think we've got like one more week of people forgiving us for this kind of nonsense, and then I think people actively start tuning out. Couple of things because we're bombarding them with sounds instead of the thing that they're here for. It's a wonderful thing they're here for, and these sounds add to it. So, Mr. Baker, what's up, man? We lost. Yeah, it wasn't a great game. Well, it was actually a really exciting game. It was a really ex- like it, like if I was just an average soccer fan who happened to be like chilling at home on a Saturday night, I was like, hey, I wonder what game is on tonight, and it was this, I would have got my money's worth. It was a good game. It was a good game of footy. It was a lot of excitement. It was very eventful. That's I think what the word we ended up using. It was a, a very <clears throat> eventful game. Where's my boo button? I don't. I do not understand what you are talking about. That was not a good game of footy. You don't. Okay, hold on. So let me rewind. Two goals on its own, very exciting. One uh, penalty. For two goals. red cards. One penalty that they were going to give. One penalty they ended up taking away. Uh, multiple uses of VAR. Like, two. like, yeah, two. So well, multiple, one. multiple, two. They used VAR twice. Um, you know, yellows. Uh, two red cards. Uh, uh, won a straight red card. Uh, what was the other time they used the VAR? They used VAR on... It was a red card that was uh, redacted. Right. They did not use that was VAR it. Yeah, That was else. it, that was it, yeah. So one use of VAR, but a pretty big use. All I'm getting at is, like, I, I get it. It didn't go our way, and, like, it would have been nice to be able to put some points on these dudes. But, like, let's also not ignore the fact that it was genuinely a great atmosphere at Rio Tinto. It was a tremendous atmosphere. Yeah. I, so let's get into that for just a second, because I disagree that it was objectively a good soccer game. I I don't see it that. Was it was very open, good passing. Good it was eventful. There wasn't a whole lot of chances yeah. missed. Okay, that's what I mean. It was eventful. It was an eventful night of soccer. Eventful. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Event, I mean, that means that can mean multiple things, but we did end up losing. It was, it was also entertaining. It was entertaining to watch. So a couple of shout-outs, if I may, real quick. I found myself entertained. It... The support at Rio Tinto hmm? was top, great. Top notch tonight. Great tonight. Top notch. For uh, both sides. Also, uh, LAFC traveling support. Yeah. 
I think I tweeted this earlier, and let me restate it. Best of the year we have seen at Rio Tinto so far. Yeah. And in my opinion, mm. that includes the Tigres game. Ooh, yeah. I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. You're probably right. It, it was it was outstanding traveling support. Traveling would, being a very loose word. It would have... No, not in this case. I, I don't... I Hold on, let me get it straight. There are multiple people that were here from L.A. I'm not this you know discounting that but there was an equal amount of people who were clearly salt lake residents who were, who were there to see a mexican national team I, I, player which I, honestly I'm, the boy take note i'm specifically talking about the people in this away section yeah on the uh yeah, northeast corner upstairs yes they they seem genuine lafc fans they were a I, I did notice a lot of Mexican national team jerseys with mm-hmm. Bala's name on it, but I didn't see him up there. I, I, I saw, saw I saw them up there. Everywhere else. I saw a few up there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which, which honestly, I, I wish Real Salt Lake would incorporate that tactic more. We have a Latino community. Many of them are Mexic- or, or, or of Mexican descent. I'd love for us to have a Mexican national team player. I'd love for us to have great players regardless of where they are from sure beyond the point that's not mutually exclusive let's get into the game real quick well before i mean again just to recap there i I thought the support at rio tinto Mm. we sit in section 35 yes we do row h correct i was proud of 35 tonight i'm always proud of the south end the south Mm. goal again i think i tweeted it earlier tonight South goal needs a roof. Rephrase. Wherever we put that group mm-hmm. needs a roof. Right. I think that group with a roof mm-hmm. over them would sound like one of the best groups in Major League Soccer today. Right. So, South goal did real well. Mm-hmm. I know that the right brigade had a, a pregame march on the stadium. Right. I heard was good. It was it was just an awesome night for soccer. The only thing that sucked is that we didn't win. So let's get into the game real quick. Yeah, might as well. 2-0 loss. Not great. Penalty. Mm-hmm. Herrera with a red card. Yeah. On the penalty. Yeah. And then um, they scored a second one. Let's get into our defense for a second. Uh, you know what? Let's start with Nick Romando. We had a quick discussion. Borderline man of the match performance tonight. There was... The one, maybe two. There was a one series I, of plays. I, I can think of two big saves that he made that kept us in a game that I think realistically we might not have no business being in. Which that's all you can ask of your goalie. But were they on the same series of plays? No, no, no. I know the one you're thinking. There was the one play where he ended up having like two big saves, two huge saves, on and one then play, and yes. uh, yeah. So that's I guess I'm counting that as one save, and then uh, uh, I feel like later in the game I remember him having a pretty big moment. Yeah, Nick Romando had a couple of vintage Nick Romando opportunities or moments tonight. Yeah, kid I done th- good. I thought he did well. He couldn't have done better on the penalty. I think even if he does guess that correctly. It's so high. It is. <laughs> that is like the perfect penalty kick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're like. Not, you're getting nowhere near that. Yeah. The best chance is that he gets the bar in sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not. It's perfectly taken. Um, The second goal, 
I don't think he could do a whole lot about either. Nah. I mean, nothing a regular keeper could do, and even Nick in this advanced age stage could have done about. All right, so Nick Romando did okay. Let's let's just, again, it's a post-match quickie, so we'll have a, only a few talking points here. I thought the defense, let me tell Horrendous. you Horrendous. I have no idea. When I looked at the lineup for tonight, I was super confused. It seemed to me like it was a lineup that was not set up for a must-win game. Now, I know you love saying this, that I say this. Right. This wasn't a must. This wasn't this wasn't a must-win game. This was not a must-win game. For the first time ever, I'll agree with you on something like this. It was not a must-win game, but that doesn't mean we should not treat it like a must-win game. When I looked at that lineup, you don't know what must-win means. When I looked at that lineup, you illiterate. Look, at the end of the day tonight, <laughs> everything worked out fine by accident because of other results. Other results went our way tonight but in a I, big way. When I looked at that lineup, it made no freaking sense to me. I had no idea why Toya's on the bench while Herrera has to cover his spot on the right and Leonard is covering Herrera's spot on the right. Right. I mean, a left and Herrera and, and, and Leonard is covering sure, sure. Herrera's yeah. spot on the right. Right, Herrera on the left, Leonard made on the no right. no sense to me. Sam yeah. Johnson just came back. Sure, he played just a few days ago, but mm. scored a goal. He's he's flowing. Sure. I, I mean, Sam Johnson maybe not being 90 minutes fit is the only reason I can think of, and I just don't, I just don't have enough information one way or another to make that call. He wasn't 90 minutes fit last game, but he played. He started. No, he I, I, I thought he did. He started last game. Sam Johnson, I'm against I, uh, Seattle, started. I don't think I think he came off the bench, bro. Were you not in the same game as me? I remember thinking very highly of him. You have to speak closer to the mic. Yeah, I don't. I remember thinking very highly of him, but uh, let's do a quick check. Yes, do it. Uh, he didn't go full ninety. I know that he did not. He came out in like the sixty-fifth. Right. So let's. I mean, which means he started. Yeah, let's. I mean, keep going while I do a quick. Well, search. so yeah. I it made no sense to me that Sam Johnson started. Uh, did not start. I mean. Right, so Sam Johnson did start. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was a broken record. Wrong. False. So, on top of that, it made no sense to me. Like I said, at the end of back. If anything, that makes more sense now. Look, here's what makes no sense to me. Okay. Why are we playing Herrera out of position and Lennon out of, out of position? If we're going to play Lennon. 66 minute. That's for some reason, we want to play Lennon okay. as a starting back. Mm-hmm. Put him on the left. He's already out of position. At least leave Herrera in his position. He was out of position again. Right, and it showed. And it showed again. Yeah. It it makes no sense to me. Never made sense under Petke. Nope. And doesn't make sense under The Reddit. only thing I can think of is that Lennon is already a defensive liability at right back with his preferred foot. That uh, the only logical step is that he's such a massive defensive liability at left back that it's just not worth trying you know what i mean like i'm i'm sure it's not something that like hasn't occurred to anybody in the coaching staff yeah, I'm i just sure. think I it's really just i just so. think it's just like such an abysmal combination a him being a defender instead of a attacking player and then being off of his preferred foot you know whereas with herrera at least the only kind of drawback is that he's playing with his non-preferred foot versus out of position i uh, so let's get into some detail well okay before that before we get to that i thought the midfield of uh, carl beckerman and everton was okay 
I thought they were probably the strongest part of the field. Yep. Um, I thought the attack. Anemic. Hmm? Anemic. It was an anemic attack. It was weak. Yeah. Well, it was weak in part because it didn't have the right support. I, I thought Savarino was nearly non-existent. He tried really. It wasn't a lack mm. of trying. I think he had a few good shots on frame, but that was about it. He had, I think, eight one. Shots he had like on one frame. good shot on yes, frame. Yeah, that was right of, at the keeper. He had a couple of other shots off. And I thought he tried really hard. He had some really good dri- dribbles on the right side. And I also think, and I, you said something uh, smart for a change uh, during the game. Mm-hmm. And you said, um, you said, hey, looks like Bradley on LAFC side did his homework. The moment Severino touches the ball, there's two or three people on him. Right. Same with the mirror. The very moment, same with the mirror. Mm-hmm. And Albert, I think, to some extent. They shut them down. For sure. I mean, they still had... I mean, they, they tried. They drew some fouls. They yeah, had yeah. a few good plays. But the, at the end of the day, when it comes to dynamic, impactful plays that impact the game, I mean... Right. They didn't have them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that some key players were taken out of the equation tonight because of, you know how LAFC decided to shape up defensively. I mean, they're the best team in the league, and I think it showed tonight. Um, it, it, you know, up up a, or down a man, I should say, for something like 15, 16 minutes, and nothing came of that. Um, uh, Corey Baird, I think, had a pretty abysmal game, in my opinion. Go ahead, uh, talk about that. Look, look, yeah. might, might as well get into... Sure. Actual into, into like yeah, yeah, yeah. For, one way or the other. For me, there's two dudes that had a really rough game. The first one being Herrera for what I consider pretty obvious reasons, and the second one being Corey Baird. Um, you know, I, I think the team was kind of relying him on having his shooting boots on tonight, and, and at least putting some on frame with power, as we like to say. And he didn't do that tonight. And as a striker, that's like ninety percent of the gig. Um, I think he tried really, really hard, which. No one's here knocking the kid's effort. Um, but I think he had some good opportunities. I don't even want to say looks or anything like that because I don't think it was that flushed out. But he had some good opportunities to create chances that he just didn't do enough with, in my opinion. Um, he would have been one of my first subs. He should have been a sub. He, he was out for all 90. I agree with you on Corey. Yeah. I really. Do. I would go so far as to say that his performance was so bad tonight that I would like to see Bofo reclaim the starting spot. I don't know why Bofo lost the damn starting spot. Bofo was doing really well just sure. before, for some reason, he was benched. Yeah, it, it's it. I, I think a lot of the Petke stuff was going on. I, I get it. Like, Corey Baird ended up having a, you know, fantastic last two games, excluding tonight. Yes. Uh, three goals in two games is not a bad... You know, it's, it's not a bad look, but but today he just he, tonight he just wasn't on, and I, I kind of feel like he was all over the place. And I feel like someone should have recognized that before everyone else in the stadium recognized it. I I love the kid, Kid Corey. Mm-hmm. I even made him a special poster. Yeah, nice little find out who Kid Curry was. We're not we're not we're not doing that right now. But I I I agree. I thought Kid Corey had no business being on that field. I thought. Especially after he played Wednesday, yeah. And I yeah. And, and I get he did a he had an okay game. He had an okay game because he scored a goal on Wednesday. If he didn't, he wouldn't have. I, in my opinion, here's me. 
straightforward, simple-minded opinion. I would I have an extremely difficult time explaining and justifying why a Corey would ever start over a Bofo Sacedo. I mean, I think it, they bring different skill sets. I, if the two of them, yes, if the two of them are quite literally competing for a position, I would go as far as to say on any position on the field, goalie excluded, obviously. Mm -hmm. Maybe like center back. I could see Corey because he's he's tougher. He's yeah, he's stronger. Got, he's got size on Bofo. Anything offensively, the skill set that Bofo Sacedo has, right? is so much higher than what I think Corey Beard has. Sure. That it makes up for any speed, strength, even endurance and willpower that right. Corey Beard has. So, yeah, I mean, I get what you're getting at. I, I think I think Bofo is primarily seen as, like, on the wings, whereas Corey occupied that center uh, midfielder or center uh, striker position in lieu of Sam Johnson. Um for me, I feel like if Sam Johnson isn't the starting, you know, uh, striker, then it makes sense that it's Corey. I get that. I wouldn't want to see Bofo up there, I guess. Um, no, you should not see Bofo at, uh, at number nine. But right, okay. But that's what that and that and I guess that's why, like the way they formed up tonight, I can kind of see why Corey got the start, but why he played, you know. The entire match is, is just lost to me. It's a mystery. Do you want to call any other people out? Because uh, I do want to talk for a second about other results as they're mm -hmm. happening in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, Everton had himself a pretty solid game, in my opinion. Herrera was god-awful. Again, um, Herrera was not god-awful. Let's, no. uh, let's get into Herrera. I did promise I was going to cover that. and then Yeah, you, I'm pretty sure you, you said it. Herrera on the left was pretty bad earlier yourself. I did not. I, I I'm okay. Hold on. You want to bet? Jesus Dude, we, we record everything we say. I'm just saying you keep saying things I you said, did. You're saying that I said what? That Herrera was bad on the left. You said that earlier. Tonight, you or you yes, you agreed tonight with that. or in general? Uh I I think in reference to tonight. I'm pretty sure you okay, agree. Okay, I'll bet. Okay. We'll find we'll find the audio. Arsenal Nation he owes me like four burritos at this point. So what I'm saying is this: I thought Herrera had a good game tonight, and you, I, I think, I think. Can I honestly tell you what I think? I think you're, That's you're kind point. of a, you're, you're a little contrarian, and we're a few deep. I'm not gonna sit here and deny it. I think if you were to rewatch that game and just watch, let watch the dynamic between Latif Blessing and Herrera, and then you know come here and tell me, okay, yeah. I still think Herrera had a great game. Latif Blessing was dancing circles around Herrera, um, and it's why Herrera ended up getting his red card. And then, if we're going to be totally honest, he probably deserved that first red card. Um, no, Herrera had he a— He did not. He, Herrera had an awful, awful game, just out of position, out of pace. Um, he was I think way gonna, too slow. We're going to have to put a poll up because— I don't even. See, I, I think he had a pretty good. I thought. Okay. Had, All right. Here's what. Here's what the polls say. I thought he was one of the better players this, tonight. Okay. He. Okay. If you you, uh, saying that maybe he didn't have a bad game, I could understand. But to sit here and say to suggest that he had a 
like he was one of the better players yes. out of 11. That's yes. just asinine, dude. That's asinine. I, I thought he had some good tackles. He cleared the ball a lot. He chased people down. He, he had to chase he, people down because he was kept getting beat. He was um, active. He because was, he kept getting beat. He was well, you play someone like a freaking blessing. Everyone gets beat. You have to recover. Okay, I, I, I'm down to do this poll. Yeah. And the question is, did Herrera have a good game? Yes or no? There you go. That's simple. What do you want to put on the line? I mean, let's do burritos. I feel like you owe me burritos at this point. I owe you a burrito. You owe me, like, about that you've owe me like four burritos. Okay. Okay. L- want to bet that yeah. I don't owe you four burritos? I'll bet mm. you a burrito. I don't owe you four burritos. Hey, yo. There it is. No, I don't want to bet. Okay, that's what I how thought. Would, how would we even check that? that? How we, would we, we even check that? We couldn't check I, that. I owe you a burrito from last week mm-hmm. because you said that I didn't use the opening we usually use, and I used it tonight. And I went back and checked it, and I was like, I didn't. Correct. There it is. That's a burrito. All right, cool. I'll take it. So double we're gonna, nothing. We're going to ask people <laughs> yeah. tomorrow on the Facebook right. whether Herrera had a good game, yes or no. That simple. I'll leave it at that. I like it. Burrito on the line. I say yes, more than 50%. You say no, more than 50%. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll preface it. No, no prefacing. But we got to preface Sorry, it I keep bumping the mic. red card aside. No, no, no. That's part of the performance. Okay. You, you, you can't exclude the outlier of the worst thing he did. Perfect. Let's do it. That's kind of a, that's part of the big reason why he had a bad game is because he ended up. Perfect. So we'll preface the whole thing with including all the, Awesome tackles he had. No, we won't preface it at all. We already agreed on the question. Also, I genuinely don't think you believe this. I think you were busy. No, I, I actually, I actually completely do believe it. No, you don't. I, I thought Herrera. This is you just being contrarian because you no, think it's what the people nah, want. Nah, 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 nah. No, you don't believe this. I completely believe. You're because, too smart to believe this. I totally believe it because I remember sitting there for oh. quite a while thinking, usually Herrera on the left side is a, for lack of a better word, a tire fire. Beat. It's a dead beat. A I tire prefer, fire. I sure. prefer tire fire. And that's why I remember very specifically every time he made really good plays. And, oh, right. So and they were, that's confirmation bias. I'm looking for this guy to be good. He is good. Therefore, he is good. No, I was looking for the guy to be bad. Mm-mm. No, I was looking. Mm. I, I just told you. I don't I think re- it gets much worse than a red on a breakaway on the dude you were supposed to cover. Yeah. Well, it doesn't get much worse than that. It that, does happen to bad players. Herrera had himself a god awful game. I think I think you will realize this fact tomorrow when you rewatch this game. You know who has um was it the second or third most red cards in MLS history? Carl Beckerman. Yeah, for dissent. Well, yeah, that that that's just okay. that's just cherry picking. Uh, no, that's like a really big difference. You're telling me that the majority of red cards that Carl Beckerman has received over the years are for dissent. That, uh, yeah, like a healthy portion of them are. Not, what's a healthy portion? I don't know off the top of my more head. More than 50%? No, probably not more than 50%. Okay. But like well, probably like argument, a third. Probably like a third. Argument is over. No, it's Thank definitely you. not. No, what don't, about don't what about that. What about the other two thirds? It's also a different position. Kyle Beckerman being defensive midfielder versus Adam Her- or Aaron Herrera being left. Full defender. Res- yes. Right. Like fundamentally different positions, different responsibilities. Different eras of MLS even. No, and also, I'm not going to sit here and look you in the face and tell you that Kyle Breckman played a great game every time he got on the field. Did he play a terrible, horrible game every time he got a card? Every time he got a red card? Yes. 
Uh, no, he got some. He okay. The the example that comes to mind is the red card he got against. He got against thank Adi. You no, don't. On. No, don't do that. Don't do. Thank you. Moving like that's just asinine again. It's. I uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I won't do a podcast if you're just gonna press buttons anytime I say something you don't like. Uh, it's not something I'm. I'm proving. Okay, Adi. Wrong. When I, when remember the, the Portland game in Portland against Adi a few years ago. Uh, Beckerman is in Adi's head. He bought property. He's setting up a lawn chair in the front yard, right? He's all up in his head. Adi's running by in the opposite direction. Beckerman, like, grabs his arm or something, and Adi loses his mind, goes after Beckerman, Ooh, shoves him, yes. stands over him. He's he's just screaming at him. Adi gets a red, so does Kyle Beckerman. I that, remember that, yeah. Okay, I remember that vividly. That was an instance of Kyle Beckerman having himself an outstanding game because he took Adi out of the game. Do I think Kyle Beckerman deserved to get a red for that? No, but he did. So here is an example where I think uh, uh, Beckerman got a red but still had a very good game. So no, every time Kyle Beckerman got a red, he didn't have a bad game. This instance of Herrera getting a red card was indicative of how bad of a game Herrera was having. That's the difference. I completely disagree with you on the Herrera tonight. Right, right. But you're also like super wrong. I can see that... You can, you know, overall think that Herrera is not worth uh, a position on the left defensive side. Right, that's just a recipe for disaster. I agree that he plays significantly better on the right side over the left side. Absolutely. Thus, Absolutely. I don't understand why we would ever, if we're going to play Lennon, play him mm-hmm. on the freaking left side. If play Lennon in place of whomever he's replacing on the field. If he's in this case, Toya did not start because London was playing. Put him in his position. Sure, I, and I guess that stems to the fact that Lennon is already a defensive liability when he's on the his preferred right then side. He should not play defense. Oh, oh yeah, and that's a different story entirely. He fundamentally should not be a fullback. 100%. Having said all of that, I thought Herrera probably had one of the best games he's ever played on the left back. Side. See, now you're just trying to like get a rise out of me like and it's working and that bothers me no he didn't he had he subjectively if you just look at the tape had an awful game he's had a lot of awful games at that side but this one is had a lot of awful games on the left defensive side and this one is in that grouping he was he was getting smoked he couldn't keep up with his his marks latif blessing and uh, yes, he had. A, okay, hold on. It, I'm not saying it's his fault that he was matched up against some of the best players in the league, but he was matched up against some of the best players in the league. If he's not capable of doing that job, he needs to raise his hand and say, "Yo, Freddie Juarez, I am not capable of doing this job. These guys are really good. You should put in somebody else." He didn't do that. He said, what? "No problem. Got it." He didn't got it. He didn't got it at all. He got smoked. I don't know what game you were watching. I just simply disagree with your takeaway in this because I, I he wasn't like man of the match, but he, I thought he, he wasn't average. I thought he was above. I thought he was one of the better performers. That's all right. That's no, you don't. I thought he was no. one of the better performers on that wrongly assembled lineup. I mean, apart from Sam Johnson not starting and him and then Brooks Lennon getting the start, like there wasn't really that much wrong with that lineup. 
Like, let's not sit here and pretend like four or five dudes are out of position. Like, that's not well, the case. It was like two dudes, dudes. Four or five dudes would make up more than half the team. Sure. You're correct, it, it, was, it was two. It was two. It was, you know. But in, in, a, in a game like this, I think even a couple of dudes out of – I did not understand why Justin Glad didn't start. Over who? Over uh, Silva. No way. I think Justin Glad should start, especially with quick, nimble players like LAFC. I keep wanting to call him LA Galaxy. Yeah. Quick, nimble players like LAFC has. I thought Justin Glad, having played the way he has played the last few matches, should have started. Hmm. I thought starting Sam Johnson up. For, I, I think I told you this probably eight times in the first like 50 minutes. I feel like there's no danger up front. Because there's no Sam Johnson up there. Because Corey Baird can't finish a goddamn chance. There's that. That doesn't that Sorry. doesn't help. But we had no X factor. There wasn't a single individual who could make it. And, and obviously, LAFC knew exactly what Savarino means to this team. Right. They took him right out Completely of the equation. Completely shut him down every time he touched the ball. and said, mm -hmm. hey, give the ball to someone else. Let him beat you. Right. I thought Sam Johnson could have been another one of those individuals that could be the X Factor. I don't think Corey sure. Baird can be that X Factor. It, it would have been nice to see uh, Sam Johnson and the impact he could have had on the club when we were up a man. It, yeah, it, would, have, exactly. it would have been nice to see. And I thought the, the, the this defensive midfield was set up the way it's supposed to. You have to play Everton. I thought mm. uh, playing Kyle next to him was the right decision, especially without a Beezer available in this case. Right. I think it was mostly right, but those, at the end of the day, when you play clubs like LAFC, in the form they are in right now, a lack of an X-factor like Sam Johnson can kill you. The fact that you're playing your right back out of position so you can play someone in right back in his place mm -hmm. out of position, which means you now have two people out of position. Right, on defense. Can kill you. Yeah, for sure. And I think it showed tonight. That's all I'm saying. What I'm yeah. saying is this. I thought Aaron Herrera had a very good game tonight. He mm -hmm. was not man of the match, but I bet you he was, he was better than at least half of the players out there. I, I would dare you to name five players who had better games than him other than Nick Armando. Do, do they have to be starting 11? No. Sam Johnson, Everton Luis. Wait. Uh, oh, Jao okay. Plata. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, now you were just making Jao, shit up. No, no, Jao Plata. Jao Plata Luis, was not visible. He Sam didn't do a Johnson, thing. Sam Johnson. I would, Johnson I would say Albert Bushnak. Albert, uh, yes. Kyle Beckerman. Yes. Uh, Nedham. That's six. No. Nedham had a better game. Nedham. That's six. Uh, that's not six. You just included Sam Johnson. Who? Okay. okay. Let me ask you this question. Uh, Name one time Sam Johnson meaningfully touched the ball tonight. Okay, uh, because the only way the player can have an impact on a game is to touch the ball. Okay, forget the ball. Name right. one when moment. He, when he was making runs and waiting for the ball to one come run. over the top. One run. Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> give me one. I can't. Uh, what do you want? Like a minute mark? No, like. Okay, a I'll give you a minute mark. 88. Okay, I remember the 84th minute when Sam Johnson was making, hoping for a ball over the top as he was splitting his defenders. Did he touch the ball? No, he didn't touch the ball, okay. but you don't have to touch the ball to make a difference. Yeah, no, no. Come on, man. They were easily five or six dudes better than than no. than, uh, than Herrera tonight. I think easily. Nick, I think Nick Romando had a better... I think, in my opinion, Nick Romando was a player of the match. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I think um, Everton was probably right there with him. Again. Standard, usual Everton... Mm -hmm. 
Cowboy Kramer had a good game, I think. I thought Carl had a very good game. Nothing to write home about, but he had a good yeah, game. Some of his first touches were a little rough. I thought um, Lennon did not have a good game. There was not, I mean, it was just an uneventful game. It, it didn't seem like he was getting challenged a whole lot, and nothing really right, happened there. Right, because LAFC was running down our week. Left side. And also and seem, having a field day. It didn't seem like LAFC was running down the middle much. No, because a defensive liability on the yeah. left side being Herrera because he had an awful game. There it is. RSL Nation, we're not going to agree on this. No, we're not. Did you want to talk about the other results real quick, just, or do you want to save that for Tuesday? Yeah, let's talk about just real quick. So Yeah, just literally just read them off. What I want to say is this, man. We we lost to LAFC at home tonight. Right. Not we ideal. Also, we also got lucky. First first game at home when we didn't score in, what, 30-something matches. That's not good. That's bad. It's been a long time since we did not score in a match at home. However, <clears throat> what I did earlier today is I called this match specifically a heat check for us, which means basically, hey, we're, we're rolling right now. Let's see what happens. We lost to LAFC at home. I thought we held our own sufficiently enough. But what I wanted to see is how everyone else does. So all the, all the teams around us, here's how they have done so far. Um, uh, FC Dallas away to Montreal tied 3-3. Minnesota United at home tied Orlando City. The San Jose Earthquakes lost to Sporting Kansas City. First time in a long time I'm happy about an SKC win. But Quesa right there on our heels. Dynamo in Colorado tied. And then most importantly in my opinion, LA Galaxy and Seattle Sounders tied 2-2. What this means is that at this very moment, we are still fourth, fourth in the West at 40 points with Minnesota at 42, LA Galaxy at 41, Seattle right behind us at 40, Quakes behind them at 38, and we have Portland in seventh at 37, as well as Dallas in eighth at 37. And tomorrow, Portland is playing Atlanta. What is more important, and we can cover this much more in, de in much more detail on Tuesday, is that LAFC is playing LA Galaxy as well as the San Jose Earthquakes in the next seven days. Right, San Jose on Wednesday, LA Galaxy on yeah. next Saturday. So overall, hey man, we could not have gotten yeah, we got lucky, much luckier yeah. than this after losing a game at home. Yeah, results went our way, for sure, for sure. And, and I think we'll see the bigger impact tomorrow, depending on how that uh, Atlanta game goes. But, I mean, for the most part, we're still, um, you know, where we want to be, and, and hopefully hopefully we we'll pick up some points here uh, as, as, you know, the rest of the teams we're playing aren't the top team in the West. Yeah. So. And Colorado's up next. Perfect opportunity. I, I, what I would say is this, and we'll cover this more on Tuesday, is if we win against Colorado at home next week, this loss is okay. Especially if other things happen the way we want them to happen. So if San Jose and LAF, LA Galaxy beat LAFC over the next seven days, then something is funky and weird. Sure. Right? Then yeah, we should expect losses way. there as well. Yeah. 
But if everything else goes well, I think this 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 zero points almost ends up feeling like a point, and it's a good heat check. Mm, definitely not a point, but yeah, I, I get what you're getting at. It, it's not as bad as it could have been. Correct. All Let's right. call it a night here. This is a long ass quickie. Our right, nation, it's been fun. It's been good. Hope you have yourself a good evening, and we'll talk to you again later this week.